Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture. I've got my orange juice tonight. Brittany, what do you got? What's your beverage of choice? Still working on that rosé. Still on that rosé? I know, the it's ro- pretty sad. The rosy rosé? Rosy rosé. How's your voice? Is it okay? Yeah, it's a little scratchy. I don't think orange juice is like the best thing for a voice. I you think it actually might be the worst thing for a voice. Was it just like layer you and Yeah, it's so and acidic orange. and like, I don't know, it almost makes my throat worse. Okay, well, I'll stop drinking it. I mean, it's better than tea. It tastes a lot better than that. Yeah, but did it make your throat feel better? Yeah, but at what cost? I mean, this, the taste in my mouth is still like rotting the taste buds off of my tongue. That's very dramatic. It is. It yeah. is. But perhaps true. See, look. Uh, can't you tell? That's weird. Okay. All right. Let's talk about football. All right. What do we want to talk about? It's week three. We're going to be back in the on the couch in the Lazy Boy mm-hmm. this weekend after our adventures last week. So we can actually watch some football. So we actually know what we're talking about. Yes. When we review. That's true. Hopefully <laughs> we can last catch week. some more games. And there's going to be some good games to catch, too. So It's, it's an interesting layout of games because there's like two dynamite matchups. And then there's a bunch of like, blah. Right. At least to me. So if you hear that, when I say that, you're like, well, there's nothing to listen to. I might as well turn it off. But don't don't go. Don't go. Stay. We have more to talk about, including week two of betting with Brittany. That's right. So I are we going to do this? At, let's do this at the end. Yes. Of okay. Course. That, that's what the people want. So right. we'll make gonna, them stay for it. That's right. Except maybe they'll fast forward. I guess so. To whatever so. that is. So what? So you said there are two dynamite games. Right. Is that the word you used? Dynamite? Sorry, I was drinking my orange juice. Oh, what were you saying? And your voice just, is scratchier. I was just so. enjoying it. That's gross. I'm sure everybody loves hearing your mouth sounds from... That's disgusting. Please stop. We just lost some listeners because of that. I hate mouth sounds. You know that. Yeah, that's true. Okay, what so... What does that even mean? <laughs> mouth sounds? Mouth sounds. You know what that means. Wow, that's suggestive. No, it is not. I was thinking with um, what you said last week. With Mike Leach has a lot of mouth sounds. Yeah, I went back and edited that out. You did? I did. I felt bad. Like the the next day, I was like, I kind of feel bad, and I had no reason to like do oh, that. For I didn't Mike even Leach. notice. So if you like go back and listen to it now, you won't hear it. Oh, I totally took oh, that sorry. Well, I just put it back in, didn't I? No. By saying that. No, I mean they don't know what it what I it what I did now. Oh, okay. I mean like. Unless someone, you know, downloaded all of them and now wants to use it as leverage against us down the road. It wasn't Um, that negative, though. You just said that that Mike Leach had some mouth sounds. He makes a lot of sounds when he talks. Yeah. But I thought it was a little little rude. Okay. So I I took it off. Now, if Mississippi State beats Kentucky later in the year, I'll put it back in. So we'll we'll see. (laughs) It's all going based on your mood, isn't it? Uh, Everything is based on my mood. Oh, Okay. 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 So do you want to go ahead and talk about these two dynamic matchups, which I'm putting air quotes around dynamic because I think I might have some, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about if I would use that word for these two matchups. So let's call them sexy. How's that? I do definitely do not want that word either. I I will not refer to that either. I think that's a fair word to say. I think uh, obviously the two matchups that jump off the page here are uh, Missouri against Southeast Missouri and Tennessee versus Tennessee Tech. I mean, that's what I was thinking, too. I mean, both of those games are at noon, and once they're done, like, why even stay around the rest of the day? I mean, you've seen all you need to see. Those are two two games that Missouri and Tennessee need to win significantly. 
Yes. You know, yes. like I think those actually are important games for both of those programs. Missouri needs to continue, like come off of the Kentucky loss and be like, yes, but we can still beat this whatever team. I think it's a much better. Southeastern Missouri State. That is a long, long SEMO. name. SEMO, which SEMO. is kind of cool. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. And SEMO. then Tennessee Tech. Yeah, out of Cookville, Tennessee. I think it's a much bigger game above these two. I didn't really plan to talk about these two games at all, but here we are. <laughs> um, I I think it's a much bigger game for Tennessee because I think Missouri is fine. I think their fans should be, after last week's game, pretty pleased with how they played, uh, especially how they fought back from you know almost a 20-point deficit. Um, Tennessee, though, you know, I'm not sure, like, generally how Tennessee fans would feel after last week. I would hope that there's some understanding. But you played a pretty decent pit team very close. Uh, but Tennessee fans are notoriously um, irrational. And speaking as a Kentucky basketball fan, I can identify with that. So I would think that if Tennessee comes out and wins by only, like, 14 points or so, that it's not going to be a good early omen for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. I think it's, for them, I think it's a much bigger game. I think Eli Drinkowitz has the fan base more on his side than Heupel does mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I think both of those teams are the only SEC teams coming off of losses from last weekend. That's a good point. So I think that those, um, you know, having a hefty win against some Division Two, both of those are Division Two, right? Yeah. Division Two teams. Um, would be good. All right, so that's all I really want to talk about them. Um, other teams, other games that are kind of in that genre, I would put A&M in New Mexico. <coughs> Sorry, I need more orange juice. Too bad. Uh, so A&M in New Mexico, right? Do you know who New Mexico's quarterback is? I do not. Terry Wilson. Really? I mm -hmm. thought he graduated. Uh, it, yes, but he had an extra year because everyone got an extra year. Yeah. So he transferred to New Mexico. Look at that. So Terry Wilson played for Kentucky. Kentucky for three years. For three years. Uh -huh. That's interesting. And now he's at Why do you leave Kentucky then? Because he was not as good a quarterback as they needed. Okay. So um, I like I, Terry I think Wilson. I'll, yes, I love Terry Wilson. Is he the Wilson. one with the kid? I don't know. I think a lot. <laughs> there I mean, was a quarterback that had a kid at Kentucky. Then it probably I think would it have was, been Terry who Wilson. Was, who was before him? Steven Johnson. It might have been Steven Johnson. Know. I'm not sure. It was one oh, of Lynn them. Oh, Lynn Bowden had a kid. Okay, maybe that's yeah. the one I'm thinking. He wasn't yeah. quarterback. Well, yeah, he, he was, was for a one little year. bit. Okay, yeah, that's year? who I'm thinking of is Lynn Bowden. Yeah, yeah, it's Lynn Bowden. Anyway, um, big game for Texas A&M. Uh, they, you know, did not look impressive last week. And, of course, uh, you know, Haynes King hurt, and it's Zach Carzada. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, Zach, something like that needs to play a little better, make a little bit of a, a, a better impression this week because that conference schedule is coming for A&M. And I, I fear for them right now because they're set up to be, like, on Alabama's um, – you know, on their heels after last year, but with the rest of the SEC West outside of LSU crushing it so far, uh, we need to see a little bit more of an offensive spark out of A&M this weekend. Okay. Um, so other other um, games to talk about, because I really don't want to spend that much time on these games because I'm already feeling a little bored. So I'm you're... <laughs> 
just not going to lie Let's right go now. ahead and talk about LSU and Central Michigan. Now, that is offensive. I'm sorry. Central Michigan fans. Well, well, Central Michigan fans are not listening. How about we talk I about... Think, I think I've seen the stats. We have no fans from Central Michigan on the map. Or even Michigan. <laughs> or even Michigan. So we're going to skip you Chippewas. Um, so yeah, LSU's playing Central Michigan. Mississippi State. No, I don't want to talk about that one yet. Old Miss. Tulane. Hot take. Tulane is winning this game. <gasps> All right, did you see their helmets? Yes. All right, so what do you think about this? Tell the people so about their helmets. So a little bit of a troll job. If you don't know, Tulane, which is a private school in New Orleans, used to be in the SEC like way back in the day, and actually they won three SEC championships uh, in the like 1930s and 1940s. So for this game, Tulane is putting helmet stickers that says SEC champs for the, this many years. Guess who has never won? I th- Well, I don't know. I can't I had I, that stat. Yeah, you remember? like I don't know if it's Ole Miss – has won. Ole Miss has never been to the SEC championship game. I know that, but I don't know if Ole Miss won an SEC title back in the day or not. I don't want to speak out of my ignorance. Well, it's been a long but they, time. I don't I think they've that. won as many as Tulane has. Right. So, in any case, uh, and Tulane, if, if even this year, two weeks ago, pushed Oklahoma to the to the edge, and I feel that there is like I feel that there is a a prominent SEC loss coming. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't know where it is. I think it might be here. I think mm-hmm. it might be here because I think Tulane has shown they went into Norman, had no problem with playing with Oklahoma. I think, I don't know, I just get this feeling that uh, the Green Wave might roll into Oxford and come out with a win. All right. Yeah, so, Missy, yeah, Ole Miss, last one, 1963. Okay. But so they only have one, I think. Yeah, so Tulane Actually, is- I don't know. I think that I just wrote down the last one. Okay, I got you. But still, I think that, so Tulane was like, remember us? Yes. We were with you. Tulane has to have one of the coolest logos in college football with their new little, they used to have this T with this little wave, and it's like, oh, who cares? But now they have a little, like, I don't know, a little, like, napkin man or something. I don't know. Mm, describe what a napkin man It is. looks like if a napkin had a face and, like, was standing on its, like, feet and going like and what was the purpose of a roaring napkin well they're 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 rolling in like the wave oh it's a wave it's the green wave so it's like a wave but it looks like a like a white but it looks like a white napkin which is the coolest logo you've seen it is it is okay you're doing a real good job of selling this i am just why is it a green wave i feel like i would want like a red wave you know, like green wave is like oh is something wrong with the ocean red, red wave is taken by what? By Alabama. Oh, yeah. The Crimson, Crimson Tide. Tide. Gosh, get on my level. I'm sorry. I'm You're sorry. a terrible job at making connections. <laughs> Don't even come at me because I just came at Rawr. you. It's, <laughs> it's, it's ready to wave. Roaring napkin. Yeah. Uh, Goodness. Let's figure out a way to talk about all the other games that don't really matter. Um, Andy Stanford. Listen, uh, loser has to stay in the library for the whole night. Um <laughs> I, you know, Van- what's going on with the trees these days? Well, the trees uh, got USC's coach fired this past weekend. Uh, so we'll, you know, they're okay. They're they're not as strong as they were 10, 15 years ago, but they're good. They're favored by eleven points. Um, should be a, a Stanford win, but you know, Vandy got that win at Colorado State. You never know. Okay, we'll see about that one then. Where is that, Vandy or Stanford? It's in Nashville. It's in Nashville. Okay, mm-hmm. well then we'll see. All right, UK Chattanooga. Yeah, I mean Kentucky's going to win. All right, what do you know about Chattanooga? It's a great town. Is uh, it? I, I enjoy Chattanooga. A, okay, we have driven through Chattanooga more times than I would care this to admit. This is true. 
this is my hot take about Chattanooga is it need it should be cooler than it actually is. It is cool. Location wise, you got Nashville, you got Atlanta, you got Birmingham, you got Char- uh, Charlotte even, right? And you got Knoxville. Let's let's call Knoxville cool it's for this not, argument. Knoxville is okay. Not well, cool. for this Apologies argument to all the Knoxville people but Knoxville I don't know cool. why Chattanooga has never been cool. It like is after cool. After graduating from Georgia, <clears throat> I had friends that moved to Birmingham. I had friends that moved to Atlanta. I had friends that moved to Nashville. And then I moved to Lexington. So that made that cool just because of I course. moved there. Yes. Um, but nobody moves to Chattanooga. Why not? Well, I don't know why you would move to Chattanooga if you have Nashville an hour and a half one way and Atlanta an hour and a half the other way. Exactly. Even Memphis so has the you, history and the but, culture. So what are you expecting out of Chattanooga? To be cool. That's but my argument. No, it's I not just cool. Said Nashville and Atlanta are an hour and a half in each way. Right. Why then would you move to Chattanooga? I I don't know. That's it's, maybe that's its problem. Is that you just have because those... it's not a haven for young professionals doesn't make it like that's where you go to like experience kitschy nature. Kitschy nature. Kitschy kitsch. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. You I get no. Question me as though I didn't know what the word. No, was. no. I've just like tell me more about it's Chattanooga's kitschy nature. Well, do you are you aware like what Chattanooga has? Yes. Tell me the. Three things that Chattanooga has. Well, it has Lookout Mountain. Okay. And it has Sea Rock City. Okay. And it has the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Oh, I was going to say the aquarium. Well, it also has the aquarium. All right, there you go. But I mean, why? But there's nothing else. Like, I feel like Nashville has this culture. Even Knoxville with the university has this culture. <laughs> Memphis has this culture. Birmingham. But what's Listen, the culture what of Chattanooga? It's where you go for kitschy nature. Why are why you? Can't that be the, why can't that be enough for you in this moment? Because it's so and surface. I like, want some okay, like deep you Tennessee, culture. You, got, you see the arm movements <laughs> that I'm making. I would love to explain uh, the exact image <laughs> that uh, emotions that Brittany was making, but I, I want this as a I have family some more show. facts about the University of Tennessee no, no, at no, Chattanooga. No. It's... Chattanooga is fine. It is what it is. It's fine. It's the fourth, but it's the fourth biggest city in Tennessee. Like, Tennessee doesn't, it's Tennessee, mm-hmm. right? How many cities does Tennessee get? It's a long state. It is a very long state. I don't know why that matters. <laughs> you know what? It's also, it, it's also very squatty. It's it not is. very tall. It's a very short, <laughs> very fat man. Can we talk about some other facts about the University of Tennessee? I wasn't aware there were any facts about UT Chattanooga. Do you know what their um, nickname is? The Moccasins. The Mocks. Okay. Which is go is oh, was that insensitive? They call them. Was it just the Mocks? But also, do you know what its mascot is? Uh. The Mocks. No, that's its nickname. Oh, I'm sorry. What is its nickname? The, or its the mascot. mascot is the Northern Mockingbird. So that oh. also is the Mocks. I, I, I tried to do like the Mockingjay sound, but I forget what it was. <laughs> oh, that's Close Encounters. <laughs> that's that's Close Encounters of the Third that's Kind. Not, that's not When it. I was a kid, News Channel 5 in Nashville, the weather alerts all had that. That's what the sound that they made. So the. How would they think they were really cool? Well, no, it's News Channel 5 in Nashville. It's a good station. All right, sure. What was the Mockingjay sound? I don't remember. I have not seen that movie in so long. I don't know. I don't know I either. Can't I don't know. We could spend a while with you whistling into the. We'll see how that sounds in post production. 
I don't know. Okay. Anyways, they have. <laughs> what kind of operation are we running here? Super professional. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, they have a mascot, and his name is Scrappy. Oh. And okay. he is a mockingbird. Okay. So. I've actually seen a picture of this. Yeah. And it, I've seen a picture of it eating a kid's head. Oh, okay. Have That's you, have you normal. seen that picture? Yeah. No. It's like a picture of the bird, like, leaning over and, like, eating a kid's head. Oh, is that the the Chatt- Chattanooga yes. guy? Yes, well, Scrappy. Named, yeah, so it's named after, like, one of their actual, actually, a football coach. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, we're talking about football, and so that's why it's that yeah. actual football coach. Oh, yeah, so he's a bird, and he has, actually, I'm going to say this. Out of all the birds I've ever seen, mascot-wise, he's my favorite, because he has no teeth. And okay. you know how I feel about birds with teeth. But that's look, true. But that's a legit bird. That's a that's like a that terrifying hurt a kid's head. I know, and it was like eating. I'm trying to look for the picture here. Uh, here he is with uh, what looks to be Santa Claus dressed in Chattanooga gear. There you go. Um, it's like Michigan colors. Yeah. So okay. Well, I, I, thank you. I appreciate your fun facts on Chattanooga. Do you know what famous um, NFL wide receiver went to? UT Chattanooga. I do not. It'd be Terrell Owens. Really? Yes. Did T- he transfer? So, did he transfer to LSU? Wasn't no. he at LSU? Mm-mm. He went the whole time at UT Chattanooga. I think so. That's amazing. Good for him. Do you know T.O.? Yes, I know T.O. I can't remember why I know T.O. <laughs> I'm kind of impressed right now, honestly. I mean, Terrell, I, that was like when I was in college, right? Yeah. Was when he was in the NFL. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a fact about him that's deep in my head right now, but I can't remember what it is, yeah. but it's fine. Okay, so UK plays Chattanooga, yeah. right? And that's kind of, uh, do we talk about Mississippi well, State? Well, we, we had Arkansas also playing Georgia Southern. Oh, yeah. The, the Arkansas trained the, the pit. Now, you, of course, Georgia Southern you, is one of your, uh, was your dream school, honestly, before uh, they wouldn't let you in. You had to settle for Georgia. So do you have any, like, thoughts or feelings about Georgia Southern? Um, I do have thoughts and feelings about Georgia Southern, but Arkansas versus Georgia Southern, I have zero feelings okay. about. <laughs> well, I have zero thoughts on that, too. Uh, LSU, Central Michigan uh, as well. LSU, Coach O, we need a big win or that seat will get hotter. I refuse to believe that you were actually correct about this. Uh, <laughs> this point that you're just going to cheer against LSU. Just I'm to, not against LSU. I think you're going to cheer against. It's just them. I'm just predicting what might happen. Okay. I'm, it's it. I don't have like judgment towards it. All right. So. All right. Well, let's talk about the the two SEC games uh, and then the big one. I think Mississippi State Memphis. You also mentioned. Yes. That's like a low key great local rivalry. I think that this is going to be. So you said that I don't know if you said this on the podcast or just to me. I think you just said this to me that there's going to might be some big losses yes i think i've said the both oh you did okay yeah um you calling memphis here i think i am oh okay this is i think this is going to be a sneaky close game yeah you're gonna call okay we'll get we'll get to that later on the betting but Mm -hmm. uh yeah it should be it's always fun i'll miss memphis when they play uh it's good mississippi state Memphis. yeah uh so yeah i really think one I, i still think one day memphis memphis would be a decent fit for the sec 
Mm. The SEC expanded. Like, if you're not going to get a Texas or Oklahoma, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, Memphis is sitting there. And they're also not going to the Big 12, whereas Cincinnati, Central Florida, some of their other conference rivals are. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want anybody else. Can I say that? Oh, you're that? done? I'm done. You're done. 16, just, good Okay. Yeah. All right. So we have South Carolina, Georgia. Let's talk about that one. Well, this is a game that you always enjoy as a Georgia I fan. I hate this game. Every year, it's the second game usually. Now it's the third, but whatever. We're still in September. We're playing South Carolina. And, um, you know, we had two really amazing weeks as Georgia, as Georgia football did. And um, I still am hesitant. Yeah, you shouldn't be. I know I shouldn't be. Yeah. But, you know, rat poison, as oh, Nick Saban says. Oh, the rat poison. The yeah. rat poison. I I feel like there's going to be one or two sneaky, amazing plays by South Carolina. Uh, Dodie's back. Dodie is in their quarterback, not your grandmother, right? Correct. <laughs> Dodie might be back, too. I don't know. She Where'd a, she go? She had a rough week. Allergies okay. and arthritis and okay. stuff. But <laughs> but she's um, back. And also Luke Dodie. And Luke Dodie, South right. Carolina's quarterback. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, if you look at the line on this game, it's Georgia 30 and a half, which is crazy. That's too much. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so, we'll see. Uh, because of the COVID... You know, COVID year, uh, you don't have to experience Columbia uh, and all of its f- fun awesomeness uh, mm-hmm. this year. So this will be in Athens. It's in Athens. So, yeah, I think Georgia. I mean, I'm not like overall worried about it, but I don't want to like, you know, put my feet up. Well, I mean, two years ago, South Carolina was highly underrated, came into Athens and won. Correct. I don't and know if you remember. coach now works for us. That's true. He's now on their <laughs> sideline. So That's right. How the turntables. All right. So that game is a night game. That'll be at 730, right? Yes. Okay. And then, all right, let's talk about Bama, Florida. Okay. So now we get to the two games that I had my eyes on from the beginning. Okay. See, I didn't really have my eyes on Missouri and Tennessee's games. In fact, I thought we wouldn't talk about those at all. I know, but I make you talk about them. Yeah. But here we are. Uh, Alabama and Florida. Um... You know, when you look at it, last year in the SEC championship game, it was very close with Florida getting within about a touchdown or so from um, tying Alabama late in the fourth quarter. Florida lost most of their stars on uh, offense. So did Alabama. But it seems that Alabama still has an offense that is absolutely terrifying. And Florida's is, well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Anthony Richardson, AR-15, yes. as we talked about last time. Um, he has been practicing, from what I hear. Yeah? Is it so, your sources in Gainesville? What are they saying? They say he is at practice. Oh, there he is. So, um, but, you know, also remember, this is the f- last year's SEC championship rematch. Yeah, I said that like a minute ago. You did. I did. <laughs> How about that? Just reemphasizing that. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, I think this should be a good game. I think it's gonna be a. It's not gonna be that good though. <laughs> so it's gonna be good, but it's not gonna be good. I mean, like, I don't think it's gonna be as good as everybody thinks it is. I don't even know if people think, I think it's we gonna just be good. Want, people want it to be good. I want Florida. Here's what I want from this game. I do not want Florida to win. As a Kentucky fan, I do not want Florida to win because it's a SEC standings thing, right? You know, Florida mm-hmm. loses. And as a Georgia fan, you should want Florida to lose. Okay. Um, because. So, it, like, you're saying as a Kentucky fan, you don't want Georgia, Florida to win. Right, because okay. it's they have another loss, and that's 
Kentucky's one step closer to... But don't you always want Bama to lose? Well, that's the thing, is there is part of me that would love to see Alabama lose just to embrace the chaos, mm-hmm. right? We've already got Clemson and Ohio State with a loss. Mm-hmm. Let's get Alabama. Those are considered like the big three. You can't touch them. Mm-hmm. If you get all three of them with a loss in week three, like we are set up for a wild season. Right. Uh, so I would love that as someone who would love to embrace the chaos um, as a Kentucky fan, I would want Florida to lose. So I think that the, the most likely thing to happen here is Alabama to win by 14 to 21 points. Okay. Uh, I, this is such a huge test for Florida. They have not been tested yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see, I I'll tell you what I want to see is, is Richardson healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see how Emory Jones does to see if he can hold him off. Um, so we'll see. It should be a, a fun time. It of it is, of course, the first CBS game of the year. Da, 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 da. <sighs> Give me the chills. Um, and our old friend Gary Danielson, who I love, Gary, and I hate. I Gary. love Gary. He's so great. I, I've never understood your fiery, passionate hate of Gary right. Danielson. Just, just become a George. Just step in the shoes of a Georgia fan. Why? How? What does it matter? Like, that doesn't mean anything. Well, as a Kentucky fan, no offense, you have not been at 3.30. I don't know what it's like for us to play at 3.30. Like, the Very fact often. that it does not happen. Um, awesome. Gary, but- Gary is, Gary is Gary. It's fine. So, but, so Bama, Florida is, I do love the music. I love the CBS 330 game. There's part a, of me that's going to miss it. Well, there's a lot of me that's going to miss it. And there is a there is a not zero chance that this might be the last year of it. Oh, wow. Because, I mean, it's possible that ESPN could buy out the rest of CBS's contract. and mm-hmm. um, Well, the SEC could buy out the rest of it. You know how yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> it moves to ESPN. Here comes Texas and Oklahoma. So I hope, I don't know what they'll do, but there's a part of me that hopes that ESPN will take that music and oh. buy that music and bring it with them. I don't think But I don't even think I, I don't even know if that three thirty slot is gonna continue. They may move it to like it's at seven. Mm-hmm. Because if you're ESPN, you've got all the other I, I, I don't I don't see them saying every week at night on ESPN is the SEC game. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll do that. I but how do you like maybe you flex that to seven but I will definitely miss. We've got there's a lot of thoughts and feelings and emotions. We'll have to do a separate podcast oh, on the end of CBS. You need to like I am going to work be very sad. That. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of emotions, and you're just going to have to deal. This with might it. be one of those that like Ben comes downstairs with the microphone at 3 a.m. but just shares his thoughts about the CBS 3:30 spot. Sounds like a great time. <laughs> I enjoy the thought of that. Did you hear about Nick Saban's breakfast? No, choices. no. What is he? All right. For so he um, went on. I think he talked to like Eli Manning. Okay. Because these Manning brothers, they're like. Yes. They're a thing now. Yes, they are. I mean, they've always been a thing. I did not watch that broadcast the other night, but apparently it's like world changing. Right. So um, just side note. So the NFL always has Monday night football and uh, they've started having two separate showings of the same game one with the regular people that call the game not call the game what do you call yeah, it announce call the yeah. game mm-hmm. and then also a separate one with eli and peyton manning and yeah. it's more more color commentary right, right? which right. is that what you would say just and two people, bros yeah people love it yeah people love it and i think 
you and I have talked about this like five years ago that this is kind of where this is going. You know, I think so. They do this for um, for the college football national championship every year. They mm-hmm. get like five coaches and they just like chat and talk about the game. Mm-hmm. And I think there is an element of, did you ever watch Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yes. I think there's an element of that that people really like enjoy, especially if it's not their team playing. Mm-hmm. Like I could not watch that broadcast if that was Kentucky playing, mm-hmm. for instance. But, like, if it's not your team, like, why wouldn't you want that? Like, right. It's just, like, an added funny commentary. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is that, you know, I have my people on Twitter, mm-hmm. right, that I follow for college football commentary that are really funny. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, if I had a channel of, like, four or five of them, like, together talking about things, it would be the best. Yeah. And that's what I would want to watch. So, yeah, I, I really see that this is a potential. And I think one time, here's what I think we should do at some point, is we should do that for a game where what? we just talk about... That is very, a lot of pressure on me. No, we just, like, talk about it as we watch and, like, make jokes and things. What I do you mean It's a lot I don't, of pressure? I don't know if I have the it talent so for that. It would be so much fun. We'll, it would be great. We'll talk about that later. Okay, I don't know I if I have so. the talent for that. Well, maybe, maybe, the, uh, maybe the people can tell us uh, out in podcast land can encourage us to do that and we can pick a fun game like i don't know georgia versus florida oh, i'm yeah. sure you would have a lot to it's say such a chill game for me every year actually georgia kentucky would be fun i'm sure i would take that well no there'd just be a lot of bad words it's just i don't cuss us. that much it would be me it okay. would be me we know it would be me okay all right so back to nick saban's breakfast yes okay, okay so nick saban was uh i don't know Eli Manning's doing something where he has shows and talk to, talk to Nick Saban. And Nick Saban revealed that the thing that gets him up in the morning are two things. One is a good cup of coffee. The other thing is two oatmeal cream pies. And he calls them his Debbies. Oh, I have heard about this. Yeah, his Debbies. His Debbies. Okay. So this is my question to you. Okay. So he has two oatmeal cream pies every morning. Right. Now, they are individually packaged. So he unwraps two every morning. Yeah. If you were to choose a Debbie yes. to eat every single day, yes. what would you choose? Swiss cake rolls. Game over. Did you used to eat those I every did. single day? I did. That's what I thought. Yep. In fact, when I was a kid, uh, I would bring my Swiss cake rolls. And, you know, there, you, there's two of them mm-hmm. in a package, right? And I'd be sitting with all my friends at the lunch table, and we, I would eat one. And then we would have the Swiss cake roll giveaway mm. every day. And I don't remember how I chose uh, who got the Swiss cake roll, but I did like the attention. I was about to say, I bet you love, I bet little Ben loved that. Well, big Ben would like that too. <laughs> I think uh, little Brittany would have definitely chosen zebra cakes. Zebra cakes are disgusting. Big Brittany feels like big zebra Brittany. cakes are disgusting. They are disgusting. <laughs> they They're are, terrible. but little Brittany loved zebra cakes. I okay. loved them. Um, I can still taste them now, uh-huh. but now in my adult brain, I feel like they're disgusting. I think I might go with oatmeal cream pies. Uh, That's the only good thing. I don't like you magic you gotta brownies. Get, you got to get the little ones. You got to get the little ones, the little oatmeal cream pies. Oh, okay. Like the big ones are too much. Okay. Now I'll tell you what's good. The Christmas tree brownies. Okay. So you like the magic brownies. Is, Is that, that what magic? they're called? No, the magic brownies are the square, but I'm wondering if it's oh, the same recipe. The little but like just, M&M type yes, things in them? Yes. Yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Those are a lot of people's favorites. Yeah. So. Well, Swiss cake rolls are the best. Um, the little Christmas tree brownies are really good. Okay. So what really if good. you woke up every morning, you don't drink coffee, but you had... No. I, I drink orange, orange juice. juice. Yes. And two Swiss cake rolls. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that in the morning. Would that give you the mindset of Nick Saban, though? 
Well, to have your there's Debbies. O- there's only one way to find out. I think I we think should we try should, this should, for a week. Yeah. Okay. And report back. And report back and see how you do. Do you get hungry in an hour? Because I feel like I would. Yeah, there's not much there. Although I haven't been eating much during the day the last two weeks. Like yeah. I'm not really eating lunch. Really? Yeah, bring my sandwich. I don't really eat it. Okay, let's talk about our last game. We went all this way and uh, haven't talked about the game that's going to be a game day. That's right. So Auburn is headed to Penn State, and we've been talking about this as, um, as Auburn's really first big test, right? It's not even their first big test. It's their first test it's at all. It's their first test at all, yeah, right? They've, they've, they've been having quizzes. <laughs> I don't know. They've been having like easy formative assessments, right. let's say. <laughs> Bell ringers. <laughs> Bell ringers. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So they're headed up to Happy Valley, which is, is what it's called up there. What a name for a place. Oh, I, I know. Especially with, anyways. Um, so they're having a whiteout. <laughs> they're going to have a whiteout up there, right? Wow. Yes, they are. So um, Auburn's a little, ner- I think Auburn's a little nervous about headed up to that kind of atmosphere because their players have not been tested. Auburn has nothing to lose here. Absolutely nothing to lose. Uh, if they lose, they lose on the road to a team that's ranked out like 10th. Really? Maybe higher. They're okay. somewhere like that. If they lose, they, they lose. They're supposed to lose this game. If they win, it is an amazing, like, here's what's going to happen. I've, I've been putting this on Auburn Jesus Watch. I think if they win this game, you're going to see the clouds part and Jesus will descend. And listen, if you get Jesus on Auburn's side, you know what's going to happen. Brittany's sad. Brittany's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I think this is good. I, I cannot imagine a better situation for Auburn. Now, the one thing you don't want to do is go up there and get blown out. Right. But as long as you keep this within two touchdowns, I, I mean, if you're Brian Harson, like, that's what you're supposed to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Penn State's minus six. So, so, And I think that line is a little low. Mm-hmm. I think it should be about probably nine or ten. But, um, yeah, if you're Auburn, I think you're in a great spot. Great start to the year. Got the fans energized. Um, and if you lose, you lose. You're probably always going to lose this game. But if you win, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Yeah, I mean, it should be good. So it's at night, right? Yeah. Okay, so this game's at night. Um, so we're going to have that one going along with the Georgia game. Right, right. After the Bama Florida game. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean I'm excited to kind of see, you know, Penn State has James Franklin a as a coach, a um SEC coach alumnus. Sure. Um uh, and other news um that kind of relates to this. So USC, University of Southern California, just fired their coach after week two, which is weird. Yeah. Weird. But they're looking for a coach. They have an interim guy who's their OC that's yeah. going up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the number one guy in Vegas is James Franklin. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, Urban Meyer is up there well, too, but you, you know, because he's a wild card, but yeah. he says no chance. But no, no, can no, we no, ever... no, no, no. You, you said that a lot. Did you see him say no chance? No, but I heard that, that he clip? like, looked he was like, like can, he can, was, can I, can yes, you, please. can you ask? No, let's re, let's okay. reenact this. You asked me, I'm going to be Urban Meyer. Okay. And you ask me if I have any interest in the USC job. All right. I'm going to ask like the guy did. So he okay. was like, <laughs> I mean, I just want to let you like give you opportunity to clear the air here. Um, so do you have any interest in this? USC job um, no chance uh, um, we're building an organization 
<laughs> Jacksonville. That's, so, that's what we're doing. So I don't know if you can hear Ben's body language here, but he is not even convinced of what he's saying right what, now. What, what am I saying? So supposedly Urban Meyer, what? you know, he is at the <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL, and he's having a lot of animosity in his amongst his staff even. Yeah, he's basically a psycho college coach who tried to go to the NFL when you are coaching and we're coaching a lot of players and coaches. This is the big boy league. Yeah. So professionals. And he's acting like a college, a lot of college coaches usually do, which are psychotic control freaks. Right. So, so I mean, I like, mean, this is, it's only his first year there. Yeah. Um, but the rumor is that he is not meshing well, that Jacksonville's not going to do well. Who's their quarterback? That would be the golden boy, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll see. I really like Trevor Lawrence. I know that's not it's a amazing good... how your tone changed just then. When you get Mr. Herbal Essences in the conversation, you're I know, like, oh. I know it's not like a, a like SEC like positive thing to like Trevor Lawrence, but I kind of do. I think it's the... Um, the Cartersville, the Cartersville mm-hmm. thing in him, right? Yeah. Um. Anyways, so he he might go. Who knows? Who knows? But um, James Franklin has been rumored that he would be interested in that job. He's been at Penn State since he was at Vandy. Right. What? Twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Thirteen or fourteen. He's been there for a while. Done really, really well. That yeah. would be a step up. That would be a really good move for him. I think it's a. I think it's potential. It's a better job. USC is one of the three best uh, at, at its height. Like, I read an article, you know, basically made the argument that USC is, like, the West Coast. Like, for college football to be the best it can be nationwide, you need a team on the West Coast that's dominating. We have not had that for the last five, six, seven years. Mm -hmm. You know, the only athletic program on the West Coast that has been dominating basically is Gonzaga basketball. Mm -hmm. Uh, You really... I mean, Oregon's been... Yeah, but not in the, like, last five or six years. They've been in the playoffs since 2014. Uh, so it, there really has not been a team out there. Mm-hmm. USC's got all the tools to be able to be that team. Uh, and it's got the history, tradition, um, the stadium. It's got all of it. And um, it just hasn't been there. So college football is better when USC is good. Um, you're seeing also the, all the California quarterbacks like Bryce Young, JT Daniels, where they ended up. The SEC, right? Right, right. So it's not a coincidence that when the U- when USC kind of fell off uh, at the end of the 2000s, that's when the SEC started rising to be a national like mm-hmm. dominance, right? Mm-hmm. Alabama, uh, the time of Alabama. So um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they go. I, my gut says Franklin won't go um, because I. it's going to be really interesting for this to go on the whole year because – like USC, obviously, not, I, I I don't see any way they're going to hire a coach during the year, but it'll be interesting to see like how the chatter evolves as the year goes on. I don't I don't see personally. I, I for some reason I don't see Franklin going. Okay, so we'll see what kind of goes with that. Again, that's outside of the SEC, um, but I I've heard that like this game, if he like really stands out in this game, James Franklin, like that might be a pull oh, for SC, USC. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, that should be – I mean, that definitely, to me, is the number one game. Bama, Florida, it's going to be what it is. It looks is. good on paper. It's sexy, if you will. But, sure, yeah. sure. But Penn State, Auburn, I think, should be a good game. So that's it. That's our lineup for this weekend. Um, I, hopefully, Ben and I will be able to catch some of the big ones, including UK Chattanooga, which I'll probably be subjected to watch. I will be on you're the just lookout complain about Chattanooga for, the whole, for Scrappy. <laughs> like, your city is terrible. Is it in Chattanooga? 
What do you think? <laughs> do you think that game's in Chattanooga? What planet are you living on? Do they have a football stadium? I don't in Chattanooga? know. I, they probably don't, if according to the way you think about Chattanooga. <laughs> All right, let's get to our last one because we've been talking way too long with betting with Brittany. Okay, so so set me up. So Brittany's record this year, inexplicably, that's not a word. <laughs> I tried. Uh, is three and zero. She has picked three games and have achieved them all against the spread. So we're going to do that again this week. We're going to bet against the spread. The next couple of weeks, we might bring in <clears throat> some other bets like the over or the under, something okay. like that. Well, just be gentle with me. Of course. Um, so uh, we've got our lines here on the computer. So I'm going to ask you <clears throat> just to pick three games that uh, you want to bet on, and then we'll see uh, which side you go. So which games speak to you? All right. Well, I definitely want to do Auburn, Penn State, and Florida at Bama because we talked about those. And then I think I'm going to do Mississippi State Memphis. I see. Okay. So are you for – let's do Florida-Bama. Are you going to take Bama 13.5 points or higher, or are you going to go Florida to cover and lose by 13 or less or win outright? I think I'm going to do Florida. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to do Bama. So Bama's going to win by <laughs> 14 points. Yes, I think Bama's more. going to beat them significantly. Okay, so we got Alabama, uh, 13 and a half. Uh, you mentioned Penn State at six. Where are you going to go there? I think I'm going to go Penn State. So, no, no, no. Wait, I'm sorry. I need to. <laughs> well, you a bundle of contradictions over here. Let me, let me sit and process okay. for a minute. All right. I am going to choose... I think I'm going to pick Auburn. Okay, so Auburn will lose by... No, I mean, they're going to win. You're going to call Auburn to win the game. Uh, or to lose by less than six. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Auburn's going to win? I do, yeah. Okay. So, but I think it's going to be close. Okay. So if you were to bet the money line on Auburn, that means you would be in position to win a lot more money. Okay. But we're not going to do that. Okay. Uh, so you're you're betting <clears throat> Auburn to cover. So and then the last game is Mississippi State Memphis. I'm going to do Memphis. <clears throat> Sorry for choking. You're going so you're going to go Memphis. Mm-hmm. And so Mississippi State is minus four, so you're going to go Memphis uh, to cover. So it's you're going Memphis, Auburn, and Alabama. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's betting with Brittany. Brought to you by. We need a sponsor. <laughs> I know we need a sponsor. Yes, we do. If you have ideas, for rose, sponsors, orange yes. juice, to- Tropicana, uh, the Chattanooga Board of Tourism, maybe. Um, so if you are uh, if you're in the market for um, slap happy, two exhausted parents talking about SEC football <laughs> podcast, we are here for you. Uh, so it is what it is. Any last thoughts here, week three, as we uh, close this down? I don't think so. You know, I'm kind of excited for a lazy weekend at home watching football because I feel like we have not had that yet. Yeah. So that honestly is what I'm most looking forward to about this weekend. Because two weeks ago, we had a birthday party. That's right. Uh, during the Saturday. And of course, we were on the road last weekend. So it will be nice to have nothing going on and resting. So uh, that is what we'll be doing. We'll be watching some football. And we'll be back with you uh, Sunday night, Monday, as we review week three. So I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been You, Me, and the SEC. Bye.